0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the A2 Life podcast with James Oney, the Minister of Education and Discipleship at Richcrest Baptist Church. I'm your host, Chase Falk, and our desire through this podcast is to equip and encourage people to fulfill the Great Commission by focusing on a lifestyle centered in Acts chapter 2. Chantel.
1: What's up, Chase? How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I threw it a little curveball there did. for I you. It's <laughs> all good. That's all right. James, you doing good today?
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm doing real good.
0: Good deal. You know. Well, we're back on our A2 Life podcast today having a conversation that's centered in uh, that we're entitling Race in the Kingdom, and uh, where well, this is episode two, or really our second kind of direction with this conversation. Um, Specific conversation and had such a fun time last time talking uh, with you guys uh, about that and uh, saw a lot of good response from different people. And just a reminder for you all out there that are listening to this, we'd love for you to share this and subscribe to our um, podcast if you haven't already. Like and comment, give us some different feedbacks as far as uh, what's uh, kind of standing out to you or the questions you may have in regards to all of this. And uh, if we can be a help in any way, we always want to do that. Um, as well, and so James, let's just get going in our second conversation as we think about race in the kingdom.
2: Yeah, uh, I wanted to uh, kind of backtrack a little bit and give a little context because some of you may be joining in. We encourage you to uh, listen to the first one if you're just hopping in, you know, on this one here. But last time we spoke, you know, about the sufficiency of Scripture in that sense, and and if Scripture is sufficient for us, then that's where we should go to, you know, as believers and uh and when i say believers this this entire uh uh, i would say episodes in this series in a sense uh race in the kingdom is geared toward believers uh how do we respond to to race in that sense and so um uh we're really excited to uh do this uh we went through ephesians last time we read ephesians 2 Uh, chapters uh, 11 through I believe 22 or 23 or whatnot but um, just kind of looking through how Paul um, was talking to the Gentile church and um, it's interesting because of the fact that um, you know in the first chapter he he says a prayer and so forth he kind of you know gets into his little groove and then he goes at it in in chapter 2 and he begins to talk about how lost they were, you know, how, how lost the Gentiles were and, and whatnot. And, but he also adds himself a Jew into that mix in that sense. And so he then goes on and how God reconciled us uh, back to uh, himself and to each other. And so um, uh, we talked about reconciliation in that sense and how Christ has completed that uh, for believers. and, And um, and that way we can walk in it and so forth. And so um, with that being said, we get here to uh, the topic of race, the terminology of race. Uh, Last time we we went uh, more so on the common ground. Now we're looking at the issue here um, in in a sense. And so uh, um, with that being said, uh, now I I do want to make note of this, uh, that you know, I believe that, man, the, the, our culture, our different culture, our ethnicity, I believe that's beautiful. Um, you know, God, when you look at different flowers, roses, whatever it may be, um, they are all different colors, uh, for a particular reason, because that's how God created it. Um, and I, and, and I think it's, it shows his beauty, you know, there. And, um, and so I think with our, you know, different cultures and, and ethnicities, I think God created that, and to show his, and express his beauty, you know, That's his good. love, and, and, and his beauty to um, creation, in a sense, and so, uh, and I kind of give, uh, talk about it in this way, I, I had the opportunity to go to Africa, and I seen a different culture in Africa, in Kenya, uh, to be exact, uh, there, in Nairobi, Kenya, uh, and and there, and it's funny, because even in their culture, they have subcultures, you yeah. know, um, uh, those who, May live in more of a hut atmosphere in a sense I mean that's made with you know mud and and feces <laughs> i mean it's, it's that's how they live right, yeah. Yeah. and 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 then you see some that have ten houses you know that they, they, they're they're more the upscale in a sense and right. and they're not living in a more traditional way um uh but there's different cultures even within that, but you see the beauty of all those cultures right. that's there um and until been to Korea.
1: Yeah, I was fortunate. Um, some individuals know, some may not know, that I served in the Air Force. And um, my first duty station was, you know, Korea. 18-year-old girl, you know, going straight from the United States. Um, Alabama to um, South Korea and I definitely can say that the culture obviously is much vastly different than what we are used to being right here in the United States and everything but even in the Korean culture as James mentioned you know with um, Africa there are different subcultures even right there um, for those individuals um, from how they live to what they eat um, and everything and just working with um, Korean um Korean individuals and everything just how they relate to one another is totally different how they related to me was different. So def- definitely um culture is different, you know, around the world. Um, we can see that here um in the United States if we've traveled, you know, to different states, especially more urban areas, mm-hmm. um there are different pockets of different culture yeah. um in those particular areas. So just recognizing that although um, the beauty and the culture, ethnicity, it is is—it is definitely beautiful. God created it uh-huh. um, and everything, but we have to be able to take that and harness that and use that for his glory. Yeah,
2: so, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I remember
0: um, being in a situation my first time outside of the States mm-hmm. and just being really in the first moment, just this whole cultural mm-hmm. shock. Yeah. yeah, Because it's just like, this is not, I just don't even, I don't get this, I don't mm-hmm. understand that. And I think it's a... Um, as we're saying, as far as trying to understand that, it's important for us to see mm-hmm. the yeah. differences in that, mm-hmm. to, to be able to know, uh, okay, the way I grew up is not the only way to grow up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The way that my family did what they did was not the only way to do yeah, what we're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and there's differences in all of that. And I remember my first couple of days on that mission trip, we were in Costa Rica mm. and it was, it was hard. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was really, yeah. really hard.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, you know, even the food, <laughs> you yeah. know, and so <laughs> the forth. Food, the yeah. smells. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah.
1: just, yeah, the speed of life yeah. that yeah. people do things in, yeah. definitely different. And,
2: and and the beauty of it is you don't have to be the same color to experience the same culture. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's you know? good. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it's just the beauty of, of God. And you, so,
0: s- you speak of food, James, I'll never forget ordering fish. Uh, on a trip one
2: time, <laughs> and when I got fish. But oh, it wasn't man. like a catfish fillet, <laughs> oh, you know. I mean, it man. was the whole fish fried oh, for, oh, wow. oh. from the mouth to
0: tail and eye yeah. and everything in between. Oh, that's interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, thankfully it was gutted. But you, uh, know, so. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I was hey. hungry, so hey. I ate it. You ate <laughs> it, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, uh, so when we're looking at the term then, race, when we're looking at the term race, race is a social construct. I mean, it, it, it's been invited into our language in the, in, mm-hmm. in the 1600s. I mean, um, in the English language, uh, race as a, I would say as a categorizing term referring to human beings was first used uh, in, in the English language in the late uh, 16th century, uh, not 16th, but the 16th century. And so anyway, in, in the mid to late 1600s, regardless of, of there, and what I mean by there, I mean Africans, mulattoes, uh, American Indians, uh, African Americans because there's a difference between Africans and African Americans obviously um, uh, cultural similarities their cultural similarities or differences were forced into categories to separate from uh, whites in, in that in that time and that era uh, and so race is a construct it's a social construct and and, and it affects how we relate to one another uh, you know because we we naturally see a, a, a division yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, there. And so um, uh, uh, contrary to what secularists wants us to believe, uh, I think we should look at uh, uh, scripture and to see what this idea of, of race is. Mm-hmm. And so um, when we're looking through, and Chantel, she'll come uh, in a little bit, but uh, and talk about some specific um, uh, scripture references and so forth and and kind of go through those. But when you're looking at Abraham, uh, you know, in Acts 17, uh, 26, it says, And he made from one man, every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times in the boundaries of their habitations. When you see Abraham, Abraham, I mean, he was the same. If we want to go with this, the same race as everybody else. The thing that made him different was the covenant that God made. And uh, and so that made a distinction it wasn't a it wasn't a a a race thing it wasn't okay now you this race i mean we are all part of the human race and so um uh, but we have different cultures different ethnicities you know uh, different classes i mean you know if we want to look at it in that way but when you're looking at abraham god made a covenant and that was the difference there um uh, a distinction between uh, them he and he said he'll make he make him, make him a father of many nations and that's interesting because it ties back to Revelation 17 I mean 17 seven Revelation chapter seven uh, when it talks about nations and that word being ethnos which is Gentile Gentile is nation and you have Gentile here when you're looking in a uh, Septuagint I'm getting a little bit technical now but when you're looking into, into the Septuagint the Greek uh, 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 the Greek text in the Old Testament uh, it's the word ethnos there and so that is referring to gentiles or nations in that sense and so you see this god and that's the beauty of it because god wanted uh all of us in the first mm-hmm. place yeah you know and
1: i like that because i think even just from when we read revelation 7 9 last week tying mm-hmm. that word Nations to ethnos, meaning Gentiles. And now you're referencing back to um, Genesis chapter 17, 4, when God made the covenant mm-hmm. with Abraham and he would make him a father of many nations. How God was always in the process yeah. of reconciling. Yeah. Of us his mm-hmm. people that's back right. to him that's good. so god's love was so extensive that even from the old testament all the way to we see in the book of revelation god was always in the process of reconciling us back mm-hmm. to him and we talked about that reconciliation yeah. last week
2: yeah that's good that's good so uh, it, what you see here you see and I, and I and i make this statement again you see two distinctions of class not race mm-hmm. all Right. Two distinctions Jew and Gentile Jew and Gentile and so um, I guess let's get into some more scripture
1: okay just you know just give some James already mentioned you know two distinctions of class not race and we have Jews Gentiles in other words believers and unbelievers mm-hmm. um, if we look at it from Abraham We have the circumcised and the uncircumcised. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, when we think about the idea of race, um, though we are... Two, we are one because of Christ yeah. and I just want to be able to share some scriptures um, from God's word that just to look at this idea of how God created us and this idea of us being one. Um, Genesis one twenty seven reads, so God created man in his image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Um, Deuteronomy 10, 17 says for the Lord, your God is the God of gods and the Lord of Lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who does not show partiality nor take a bribe. Um, we have Acts 10, 28 and he said to them, you yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. Acts 10, 34 through 35 says God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. Um Paul wrote in Romans 10 12 through 13, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing His riches on all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We see in Galatians three twenty-eight, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Um, Paul goes on in Colossians three eleven. Here there is no Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. And in Revelations five, kind of taken from Revelation seven, nine, mm-hmm. Revelations five, nine through 10 reads, and they sang a new song saying, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and by your blood, you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language, and people, and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. So we just get this idea that when we talk about just the nature of of, of race, we have created this distinction of classes, of people, of race. Um, it exists because of how we interact with one another, but if we look from Scripture, God There were Jew and there were Gentiles. Mm -hmm. But even from scripture, we see that God was always in the process of reconciling us, not only to himself, but also to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so important for us just to recognize this idea of race from the scriptures, because when we know who we are in Christ, when we know where our identity is and where it lies in Christ, then guess what? We don't have to worry about all of the outside stuff Absolutely. because we know what Christ has said about us and we know that he has redeemed us. Yeah.
2: That's, that's real good. I love that. Uh, you know, how, how do we, uh, kind of wrap this all up in a sense? Um, uh, when you're looking at Paul and Ephesians and, and Paul is speaking to the Gentile church and I, I stress that uh, again, he's speaking to the Gentile church. It's interesting because he says, uh, don't be like the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. I'm like he's speaking to the Gentile Church, and he's telling them not to be like the Gentiles. That's right. interesting. Right. you know and, and and in other words, he's saying this, and I think we alluded to it even last uh, uh, week when we talked on um about Ruth and her identity. The thing is that our identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's in Christ. our our culture, our ethnicity, uh um uh our, our color whatever it is subservient to yes. the kingdom yes and so um when we're looking at this uh we always gotta uh, keep that in mind that um yeah I'm I may be even even this even we're living in this particular world you know uh, We are kingdom citizens, Mm -mm. you know, and so we always have to have this mindset of a king. We have to have a kingdom perspective, Mm -hmm. I would guess. Tony Evans talks about it, you know, a kingdom perspective, Um, and and so um, uh, our identity is wrapped up in Christ. It's Mm -hmm. not wrapped up in our ethnicity. It's not wrapped up in our culture. Although we, I think, we can celebrate our culture and 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 uh, adore what God has uh, uh, created and 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 uh, established and allowed us to be partakers of, but. Um, it should be subservient to the kingdom.
1: And I I think that's a great point that you made right there, James, because I think one thing that we're seeing right now go on is that individuals, when we're discussing just the matter of, of, of race, we often like to discuss it from, a platform. Mm-hmm. We like to discuss it from maybe um, our culture, our ethnicity. We like to discuss it maybe from a political perspective or yeah. discussing it from maybe our occupation. All those things are subjective to Christ. Yeah, if we are not placing Christ ahead of all those other things, then guess what? Those other things essentially have become an idol in Mm -hmm. our lives. Um, Christ should always have the final word. Everything else should trump. um, Well, God should trump everything else Mm -hmm. um, that we do um, before any type of causes. So we can be fighting this fight, so to say. But if we're fighting this fight, let's say from, a cultural perspective or we're fighting this fight from maybe um a platform that god has given to us and mm-hmm. our occupation or something like that we're fighting the fight from the wrong position mm-hmm. yep. um, the fight should always be take utilizing and taking god's word That's so right. i think it's important that we just remember that this that we have going on right now our identity is in christ and mm-hmm. if we utilize the identity. That we have been given through Christ, mm-hmm. then we can keep everything um, in the correct perspective and order. That's right.
0: That's right. So when we think about everything we've talked about in the last two uh, podcasts, as we think about race in the kingdom, it, it's just been clear. Of we've pointed everything back to Scripture, the sufficiency of that. Uh, clearly, today defined race from the uh, perspective of Scripture, mm-hmm. um, and seeing that that's really totally different than what we would understand. And so we kind of want to start shifting uh, gears a little bit in the days ahead in our next conversations, but just kind of want to get some maybe some minds spinning a little bit thinking Mm -hmm. about that. So, like, where do we take this now? You know, like, how do we Mm -hmm. as people that have grown up in the world that we've grown up in and allowed culture to show us or to say and shape who we are and Mm -hmm. tell us what race is, how do we begin to kind of move from that and truly look at race and the le- through the lens of scripture?
2: Yeah? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Um, and I know we probably have some that are listening that may not be believers, and I think the first thing is they have to be believers in that yeah. sense because we have to take everything to God's word. right. Um, I think it starts there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as we are uh, uh, looking, in God's word and, and trying to figure out, okay, how do we navigate all of these, you know, because uh, there was an impact that happened from, uh, you know, this this distinction of races, you know, right. that we have. And so, it, it, and I put it this way, and I said it last episode, that the devil, the enemy divides. And I think yeah. that's what is, is the key thing here. He's, I mean, it, it you see division all right. around right. us. I mean we divide in different you know areas but god is trying to join us together back together you know in that sense and he did through through the cross but i think people need to look at god's word not and and i'm careful when i say this but not other sources but god's word because it is the source and i think they should start with that first
0: yeah Yeah, that's so good so as you're listening today, I think we all need to kind of have an opportunity to kind of check where we are as individuals and as family units and the way we're doing certain things and the way we've grown up and understand this under the difference in culture, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but the the reality that it's not a race, yeah. uh, the, the race that Scripture brings, that the understanding that uh, the oneness that we have in Christ, the unity that's in that and how there was no um, race has been I love the understanding that race has been something that humans have Mm -hmm. just uh, come up I don't want to I don't know if the best word to say come up with but kind of developed in Mm -hmm. that time frame that you shared earlier and see how do we begin moving from that and be able to move together um, in the days ahead and really James just mentioned something about how much the distinctions of race have caused a lot of impact in our world today. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that in the next yeah. few episodes to really help us understand how can we help our kids? How can we help our families as we continue to move to not continue to have the same struggles yeah. that the world's been yeah. having Absolutely. for all of these years now. Yeah. You know, really when we think about it, all of these years yeah. um continual struggle over and over again. And so um guys, any last thoughts as we wrap up today?
2: I'm good.
1: No I'm I'm just excited about the next few episodes as we get into the practicality yeah. Yeah. of this conversation and this in this dialogue on what can we do what can we do individually mm-hmm. what can we do as the church of mm-hmm. god Absolutely. Um, in helping to facilitate um, coming alongside other brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, allowing God to take control because when he takes control, he can squash all of this in just a
2: matter of moments. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And so as we wrap up and think about that statement, it's an amazing thought that God's put us where we are Mm -hmm. to be used for his glory, to uh, fight for what he has planned and fight for what his Uh, purposes and and just plan as far as the entirety for us individually, but the world that we live in. And so as you think about that, that helps us think of our mission as a church of reaching the lost, building the believer and connecting the people of God to the mission and purpose of God. And we want to encourage you to think about that, who you're reaching, how are you being built up to build up others, and then where are you connecting to God's plan and purpose for your life? Thank you for listening and being a part of this podcast today with James Oney, the Minister of Education and Discipleship at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Our desire through the A2 Life podcast is to equip and encourage people to fulfill the Great Commission by focusing on a lifestyle centered in Acts chapter two. If you have more questions or desire to talk to someone more about making disciples and what that looks like here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church, you can reach out to our church office, email one of us. We would love to have those conversations with you in the days ahead. We look forward to more of what God's gonna do as we focus on a life centered in Acts chapter two.